All right, thank you so much for tuning in. This is yet another um, episode of 2700 Seconds with Bimba Jonathan, where we share stories that enlighten, inspire, challenge people to be better versions of themselves. And um, on this episode, I'm very happy because the guest I have, all right, I think it started out as a client and we became friends. I, I'm going to call us friends because that's what we are. And... Um, <laughs> I have learned so much from her and I think that it's high time you all learn. Now I'm going to share something that happened. I don't even know, but we, 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 joked, we joked about it, but there was something that happened. Um, I remember we placed an order for some souvenirs, what she does, and then there was an error on one. Now, because I have dealt with um, brand owners and entrepreneurs and creatives, I felt, hey, it's one of those things that happened. But the way she handled it was, it made me know that this was someone who was interested in brand building and relationship and managing people. Like she literally went out of her way. She's like, oh no, I have to get this sorted. I'm so sorry. We went to another location to try and reprint. Even after that, she still sent a message. And in my head, I mean, they always say customized king, but most people don't make you feel that way. But she did make me feel like a king. and so. Every other time I had to pick up or something, I I would just want to go because I just liked it. Then then she has this wall. I mean, I think I'm talking too much about her. But ladies and gentlemen, please join me welcoming my very good friend. <laughs> business conversation. And now, even though we don't talk off phone, which we will amend, um, I have the amazing, beautiful Dami Alabi. Hi, Dami. Hi, Bimbo. Thank you. I'm very well. Like, I'm not smiling at, okay, <laughs> well, did I do anything extra that day? Actually, you I did. I really don't think so. We you were did. in the wrong, so we had to make it right. Yeah, Thank you, you so came, much for having me. Thank you. You went really all, you came all the way from Ikeja, right? You came back to Yaba. And then from Yaba, uh-huh. to Ikeja. Nobody does that. I have dealt with people. Nobody does that. Nobody does that. Oh my goodness. And there was another thing you did. So um, that year, I think I had many events. So we ordered a couple of stuff. And then you sent a Christmas package. And in my mm. I was like, no, I have arrived. I I mean, I loved it so much. So, so that just um, made me know that. Let's just get right, right into it. All right. So um, Dami, Dami, if I can give a bit of a background. Dami is an amazing person. I, I don't think I can I can say that enough. Um, first thing I want to really talk about is Pillow Talk Niger. So I stumbled on Pillow Talk Niger on someone's platform. Um, I think it's Bell Africana. And I was like, oh, wow, that is creative. And then from there, we started, we placed an order for one pillow to two pillows and all and all. So like, what was the journey? What, what is Pillow Talk Niger all about? Um, <laughs> it's time people ask me this question. Um, yeah. I'm a bit like thrown back because oftentimes um, I just get the feeling that people expect like a grand um, story. Like a grand story. But Pillow Talk actually, yeah, like a grand story. Like, oh, you know, I was sleeping and then I had this <laughs> moment or something like that. 
Yeah. But <laughs> it was not like that for me at all. Okay. Um, my background is interior design. So I actually oh, wow. worked in the interior design space for a bit. Yes. Okay. Um, so after I left my job, I started uh, my own interior design um, okay. outfit. And that's what I did for a bit. So okay. the old pin, so I'm, I've always been a sucker for words. Like I love words. Yeah. I always love to start words because words me words they form your thoughts your perception and you know ultimately that's that that creates your world really um so for me like i've always loved words so designing spaces um my my instinct with designing spaces then mm. made me you know I, I was looking for ways to be creative to be creative ways to you know be unique yeah, to be unique, and that's when I, I the idea of putting words on pillow ki- pillows came. Cause I, I'm sure you've been to our space before, and yes, you know, I was just going to get to read the wall. No, we don't have that anymore now, though. <laughs> I mean, we don't I have the chocolate wall anymore. Yeah. Oh, you don't have that anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we sort of moved on um, from that. Uh, I think it was last year. Oh wow, that that shows. Yeah, but I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I mean, putting words. I used to, I, I love writing on my wall. I still I still like to write on walls. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I, I obviously I couldn't write on my clients' walls. So I, I look for okay, what mm-hmm. ways could I drop like encouraging words and stuff? And that's how pillow talk like just started. So I would design a space mm-hmm. and then I would um design a pillow and I just leave mm-hmm. it behind. And wow. my clients just absolutely loved it. I remember I did a couple of um, corporate um, corporate work as well. I did one for Lafarge the, um, that that year, yeah. and you know they they just I, I did like um, design their logo, the pillows in their logo for the reception area, and they absolutely loved it. And uh-huh. I mean, requests for that just started coming coming. Oh, I saw. Oh, my friend came and she saw, she likes it, she wants, can you make some for, can you make some for, and you know, I would, the funny thing is, I would then go, like, say I go for, I don't go out much, but I would go for, say, an event or meet oh, someone well, and I'd be see. like, oh, that's the pillow lady I told you about, that thing used to annoy me so much, like, <laughs> I, I am not imagine. the pillow lady. You're not the <laughs> I did not go to school, like, I did not go to study <laughs> to be called the pillow lady, and I, and I did struggle with it for a bit. Mm. But I mean, after a while, like yeah. the demand for the pillows like just went off the roof and um, I prayed about it and I just felt a nudge in my spirit to go that direction. And, go that direction. Um, by 2017, we launched, yeah, we launched Pillow Talk Niger fully. Wow. So yeah, that's the, that's the story of that's how Pillow Talk Niger started. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I remember um, make, placing an order for one and uh, my friend saw it and then she's like that's amazing i'd like mm-hmm. to make one and then i was like okay you know and then we put our favorite passage on it mm-hmm. i don't know if you can i'm sure you can remember this was like the first single soul, um order i ever made we put our favorite passage on it she put it in her car for a while and it was mm-hmm. funny that everyone that entered our car that was the first thing they saw and it was so and for me i felt like wow that that is amazing that was and then so sometimes i go out and at the beginning i thought i was the only person that knew pillow talk you know so because in my space i was the one that introduced so i'll go somewhere and i'll see that 
And I'm like, oh, that's Dami. That's my friend. Dami's my friend, you know. And people just look at you like, uh, okay, okay. But yeah, it's, it's been an amazing thing, you know. And I look at your designs and I'm always fascinated. But I, 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 in everything you said, I picked up something. You know, you said that you prayed to God about it and, mm-hmm. you know, you just decided. So that's, and I know you. I know that you're a woman of faith. I know that you have a relationship with God and there's something that builds. So, um, yes. Can you can can we talk about that a bit? Like, I, I know some people. Um, yeah. yeah. God, all right. Maybe there was a challenging experience or something. Some people were just born into a Christian home and you just transcended into a relationship. So, can you just talk us through your faith journey? What has been your faith walk been like? Yeah. So, so for me, like, um, I was born into a Muslim family, <laughs> amazingly. Wow. Um, and I gave my life to Christ when I was in primary six, which is funny. I really can't remember what it was she said to me because I was, I, I was a practicing Muslim as a child. Um, my, my parents are, are like, my own was quite a Muslim. My dad is still Muslim. So, um, but I, I, I really can't remember what she said to me, but I know that as a child, I had an experience that I couldn't ignore. I couldn't ignore, even mm-hmm. as a child. And, you know, that that for me, I would say, was where my faith journey really started. Really However, started. over the years, like I always tell people that I'm one of those people that, you know, when God literally just lashes onto you and is like, this woman, you ain't going nowhere. nowhere. <laughs> like this wow. child. Yeah. Yeah. Like, for me, I had cause time. I would move from you know from from primary school to secondary school to university. Okay. I would have this plan at the back of my head, like you know what, I'm not doing this old Christian thing. Like I'm done. And unfortunately, like I was never able to give in to those my wild desires of how I thought I wanted to live my life because I would always find myself in an in a in a faith based environment. Okay. That you know, sort of made me just conform. Just conform. now, um, after my uni education, though, after my uni service year, I went for my course in interior decorating. Um, I had an experience like a fallout of some sort because okay. over the years, even though I had done a lot of because my uni uni days, there was lots of missionary work, there was a lot of ministry work, and all that. Wow. And I mean, I, I loved God, but a, a lot of it was more of um, the faith I was taught about. Like, I didn't really have a deep personal encounter with God. Yeah. So, um, I crashed at some point for like a period of one year. And okay. at that point, I just threw myself into life. Um, I, I like to say that then I, I, I was very determined to live a sinful life. <laughs> like I was, I, I, I didn't believe I God existed. Like at that point, I was like, you know what? This whole God thing is just um, is a coping mechanism. Mm. And I, after a while, you know, I had like weird experiences. I remember that um, there was this period of like three months that the world came alive to me. And when I mean the world, I mean creation now. And okay. I always say that I don't know how anyone can can, can look at creation and, and think in their head that there is no God. So, mm-hmm. you know, I like to say it was at that point that I found God again. God became real to me. It became like it was no longer who they told me it was, but who I, I now found out found that him was. to be. So, so yeah, that's basically and since then, yeah. 
it's been a jolly ride <laughs> with, oh, with wow. lots of curves and turns but yeah it's been yeah. a jolly ride also. Yeah, I mean, I think I think one thing that you said, you know, how that you don't think anyone should look at creation and still doubt the the presence of of God. So that just makes me know that you know when you relate it to practical things, I think it's it's a little bit more believable and and it's more you can appreciate God the more when you can see Him in your everyday. Um, so, what role does faith play in your business in terms of even taking on orders and everything that you do? Okay, so um, for me, yeah, like one thing that finding God again did to me is make me realize that oftentimes we compartmentalize. We feel like, oh, you know, there's my business life, mm. there's my um, faith life, there's my, you know, whatever other life that you know, that there's you my family life. Have. You know, yes. we have all these compartments. That but for me, and I, I really do not see life that way. Um, okay. For me, my life, there's, I have just one life that have different expressions. However, at the center of that life, yes. there is one source and that source is God. I'm here for a reason. I'm here for a purpose. I'm not here by myself. Mm. I'm, I mean, I'm my, I am a creation and there is a creator is that a creator. has an intent and a purpose when he made me. Yeah. And so for me, that is the core from which every other aspect of my life flows. Mm. So business isn't just something that, you know, I do or something that, you know, it's another aspect of my life. It's mm. something that flows. I mean, God, God, I, I wouldn't call God, if, I, I wouldn't really call myself a business person. I see myself more like a cre- creative. And for me, God is like the master creator. So mm. beauty, one of my one of my values is beauty. So for me, it's just creating beauty, creating, creating beauty, beauty with products, creating mm. beauty with experiences. So, like one one of our one one of our values is one one of the things we like to say in Pillow Talk is treat people like they are royalty because really that's who they are. That's like who we only are. the good, only the best, only the best is good enough for God's God's creatures. So for 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 us, that's the driving force. I mean, I and I can tell that I have experienced that taking that line and narrating it or relating it to the experience I have had. You know, I can tell that even with the deliveries, mm. even with the deliveries to my office, then you know, you could tell that there was something different. Mm. Every every delivery had a message, you know, in the way the person would drop it off. It's like they treated you more than just the pillow. And it was so much that even my colleagues at work would go, Do you know this person? Like, is she like your sister from childhood? I'm like, no, it was just the one conversation <laughs> that led to this. No, because they could not understand how yeah, they, it started from a business consultation. And even when it was last minute orders, and I'm like, oh, sis, can you help me do this? It's very urgent. Mm-hmm. And it will still be ready. And those are things that they couldn't understand. And I think that these are the key things that make that would make you stand out or that makes you stand out even in a in a space where now it seems everybody's just doing pillows and look left and look right but yeah. this is the funny thing all right i i had i mean i had done it before for someone before meeting you but meeting you i think yeah. different about yours um maybe it was the fabric or it was the lettering but i knew that and this is me not i'm not talking down any brand obviously but seen yours yeah. that was the last time i ordered with that other person 
there was a there was a difference and and for me hearing you now there's so many things caught in, through my mind that okay perhaps it's this perhaps it's that maybe it's this maybe it's that but overall it's it's been an amazing thing now i'm going to draw us back a bit um you you you, you said you grew up you were born and you you had a childhood you know in in the um islamic background and then you gave your life or received the life of christ in primary six now um i like to think that there must have been some conflicts and there must have been some um how do i put pushbacks how did you handle it even as you were now getting older even in this faith that you have how did you handle those things Okay, so um, I mean, I have I have the most amazing parents. Um, wow. My mom is Christian now, so my my dad is 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 still the only one that is still most Muslim. Yeah, but like I have like I I have the most amazing parents. My dad, for one, is a firm believer of a child choosing is our path. So okay. my dad never, he just, his own was to just ask you, are you sure, are you certain about that this is what you want to do? Mm. And my dad is a very supportive man. So he, he, he was, I mean, I had experiences where my dad would literally like drop out, I would, I would wake him and be like, daddy, please, can you drop me in church? He's like, I'm so late, blah, wow. blah, blah. And, and I mean, he and would have He dropped wow. me in church severally. And he still does that. I mean, even like there are times I'll be going to start like, Daddy, I don't have money for offering. Please, I need money for offering. And you would. So I, I'm for that, I, I'm really grateful to God. And, you know, I, I'm trusting God. I'm trusting the Lord for this, for his salvation because he's such an amazing person. Mm. Mm. Well, that's, I mean, I think that that is, that is one in in a billion examples. Um, I remember I one, of I one of the episodes that we have in this season, I remember the guest was also talking about how his parents were extremely supportive of his decisions. And for me, it just makes me think that I'm getting to a phase where, you know, um, the way life goes, you should be preparing to be a parent yourself. And for me, one thing I'm learning from many of these mm-hmm. yeah. is how you need to train your child and also, um, rest assured in the fact that what you have imbibed in them you know was right and trust their decisions sometimes exactly. of course be there to correct be there to guide but also trust i think that's one of the things that i have i have tried to learn okay um i mean that's amazing i think you you are just like you said um at the center of every aspect of our life you you have placed jesus in there and i think that that just takes care of everything but let's let's look at Pillow Talk for instance. Um, I'd like to think that since 2017 that it was officially launched, there has been some, yeah. some challenges, and this is what I mean. I mean, Definitely. I think that being a creative, all right, and my definition of a creative, mm-hmm. thanks to my friend who defined it, says that a creative is basically someone who makes nothing, no, makes something out of nothing. So, mm-hmm. uh, I think that your business will thrive on orders. That's how you pretty much can make it. If there are no orders, you yeah. can't just put things down because they are, they're customized. Yeah. Now, um, how did you handle some challenges that probably have come, maybe a season of, for the lack of a better word, droughts in terms of orders, clients were not coming in. How did you handle that period? What was, what kept you going? You know, what kept you going in, in those times? Okay. Okay, so, um, I really, I really get weary of talking. Like, 
amazingly, this is like the first official speaking. I don't know what to call it or speaking or interview anything I've done. And that's because I have a really peculiar story. And sometimes I don't want I don't want to sound spooky or funny mm. or anything, but I mean it's my truth. So um, I'm learning to own it and just own yeah. It. So um for, for us in pilot like it's it's really crazy in the sense that God is literally our sustenance. And I'm saying this with every sense of like I'm really trying because I know I mean people throw words yeah. out there and sometimes you know it waters down the the effect of um or, or, of when something is said like when I say God is literally our sustenance. So I, I I want you to feel the weight of it because I, I would and I would explain why in, in a minute. Um, first of all, we've never had to do like I've never had to do any advert. I've never done a promotion. I've never done a sponsored ad. I've never oh. like I've never done any form of marketing. Okay. Since we started in 2017, and <laughs> the the business has grown like quite steadily. So I wouldn't even say that that has been um, like a challenge. Okay. so to speak yeah. in fact if there's if there's any challenge like anytime i have the opportunity to talk to talk with someone one-on-one one thing i would always say the challenge uh, like where the challenge lies would be for me um is personal motivation and drive because um, i'm a very private person i'm not i'm not a dreamer like that mm. um like i'm not one of those that you sit down and say oh what's your what's your five-year plan (laughs) i I don't have any answer for you because really i don't i mean i live based off instructions literally Mm. so to say what's my five-year plan like it's really hard and i I know that one thing that god always amass with me and with my business and is structure doing the right things treating people well so Mm. if someone would ask me now that what has been something that has helped the business like or else because most of our sales have come from referrals like pure referrals like you said yeah one of our armies we have like hundreds of armies like you people that just take it upon themselves maybe because of their experience sometimes i don't even know why they just like the brand and a lot of our corporate clients have come from you from know that. Referrals, people that have seen the product and just falling in love with the brand and you know we'll go to lens to just ensure that you know they keep promoting the brand now managing that has been would say has been my own greatest challenge Okay. Number one, keeping myself motivated because as an entrepreneur, yeah. um, sometimes I get comfortable. I'm more comfortable in the creative side of, of work. So in the pushing and the dreaming and the, you know, I'm not, those are not my core strengths. Mm. So for me, being, becoming that person, I would has been my greatest challenge. Wow. Becoming that person that, that person. you know, driven and wanting to take things to the next level, handling the growth. Because I mean, the company started with just me. Now there's seven of us, seven permanent staff, and like three um, contract staff, contract like staff. Oh, wow. that we outsource to. So, so for me, like yeah. it's handling the people, constantly teaching myself to like expand. 
I think for me, like that, that, that I would say that has been the greatest challenge. Mm. Then the second thing would be balancing operations with innovation. Like knowing how to, you know, not getting so stuck in the everyday, day-to-day runnings that you are not also looking at how to, you know, make the brand better and move the company forward. So okay. those, 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 those two would be like my major challenges. Okay. I mean, because I, yeah. I was, I, I like the fact that we've, you, you, the last thing that you said, um, talking about your challenges, because I was going to say that, I mean, I haven't done an MBA, but I know that marketing is actually key. Um, for any brand and um, with what you said about referrals um, I think that just goes to show that whatever it is that you're doing is actually good because I remember someone said something that when someone gives you a compliment all right um, so for mm. example someone says you're beautiful all right if you if you do not say thank you or if you do not accept it you're you're questioning the person's rights to judge that you're actually beautiful and so for me from that just made me think that you know everybody has an opinion and if if somebody looks at your work and thinks someone else ought to have it you know then then that can be the highest form of it so um first things first congratulations on the expansion i mean i did not even remember remember there was a day i think i shared this with you and that is another thing i want to touch on um one thing you see with many brand um entrepreneurs, brand um, managers, and creatives is when you start out something, you are pretty much the person who had the idea. And so it's like a sole proprietorship, right? So you're doing it all yeah. by yourself, and that's okay. But I've yeah. noticed that sometimes, all right, you, you you just keep doing it and it's working, and then you there's no structure. And I think that the absence of that structure puts some form of issues and delays. Now, there's a day I was going to work. I was coming from court, and I remember I got a call from someone. And the person goes, oh, my name is so-so-so from Pillow Talk Niger. At first, I thought it was a scam because I was used to talking to you directly. <laughs> you know, and <laughs> oh, yes, yeah. my name is, I'm sure you know who I'm referring to. And then she goes, this, that, and the conversation was, yeah. yes. I remember calling you almost immediately after saying, oh, I got a call from this person. Now, for me, I feel yeah. like that was, that was a giant leap that, that, um, I don't know. It was just mind-blowing to me. Now, do you think that for everyone who is into the creative space, you know, it gets to a point where structure is like, it gets to a point where you know that you cannot just do this alone, that you need structure. That's one. And how do you go about building that structure? Because for a creative, the problem I have, or that I think people will have is, you have the idea, and then image in your head, So the next thing is you need to get people that can do that thing the way you would want it to be done. And I think that's where the challenge is. So how do you manage that thing? Where you get people and they must be the people that mm-hmm. the way that Dami would have done it. How do you do that? How do you balance that? Oh, um, I, once, I once read somewhere and, you know, um, I can't remember who exactly um, I heard it from or where I read it, but it said that you do not pull in structure to become... You do not you do not get big to have structure. You put in structure to get big. To get big. Exactly. So for me, and one thing is like I said, God is a big influence in my business. Mm. And I remember that like at the beginning of each year, like when I when I go to God, I'm like, okay, God, what's what's your plan for this year? What are we doing? And I, I must say here that it's not easy because I mean as 
entrepreneurs we have this you know we have this desire to like expand you know I've, I've you can't imagine I've been eating to like expand mm-hmm. you know have people stop the product have you know people have people have reached out oh I want to stock your items I want to and you know each time I keep feeling a restraint and one thing God would tell me is dummy build roots build roots mm-hmm. and then you'll be able to when you start expanding you would have a solid base to to handle that expansion so i haven't said that like aside from the fact that okay you don't you don't build you don't think of structure because you are getting big you mm. actually think of structure so that you can you are able to undo business big i don't know if you understand what i yes, mean I do. especially yes, I do. if you are very interested in in, in sustaining, in sustaining your values in sustaining mm. ensuring that your product carries through things are not dwindling you know mm. um your customer communication is 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 carried through across both mm. yeah. and i mean it's it's a scary place to be for an entrepreneur i remember the first time i had to employ someone okay. even though i like i actually worked myself to the point that i knew that dummy I, I remember my final experience. I think it was, was it 2018 or 2017? Mm. It was December 2017. I was I was so tired that, and usually I, I travel um, at the end of the year. Okay. And I was so, I had worked myself, like I, I had worked myself so bad that I could not, I did not, I think my flight was for 10 a.m. I only packed my stuff like 7 a.m. Wow. Like, it was bad i was i was exhausted like i got on that flight i slept the next thing i had was oh we are about to like prepare for landing cabin crew prepare for landing that was the next <laughs> thing i heard that you i was heard. that exhausted. exhausted so i mean there's that fear that there's that fear that oh you know i can't commit they won't do it like man trust me that is the biggest calm Ever. of the century they will do it better <laughs> wow like they will you will find now finding the right person is is key mm. and one thing that helps one key that i realized is another thing we do is we shy away from the diamond in the rough a lot of us okay. we just want you know the already glitching person comes cool. and this person just fits into the role i remember the first person i was going to my production manager he had done he had zero experience in printing in fact okay. his background was agriculture okay. his last work experience was agriculture but i had a conversation with him i had a leading in my spirit that this is the person that i should employ okay. i spoke with him his attitude was right he was willing to learn he mm. was willing to give himself to the work and he was like he's like the best decision i ever i ever made, made in wow. talk because he, he, he made me comfortable now building the business i don't know yes. if, if you understand yes. and, he, yes. and it was my first start so for me the, yes we did a lot of training and uh, i'm trying to like and try capture everything that we did um another thing is don't be afraid to get help i remember i had to get help i we actually i actually got a consultant that okay. came into the business assessed the business told me okay what is the health of this business, of this business. how do i get my account straight? how mm. do i luckily for me because i was doing a business prior when i started pillow talk i had been in business for like i had done uh, my design business for like, like three years so okay. to a large extent i had learned a bit about you know separating your separating 
finance from finance. Your, you know separating personal money from mm. the money keeping records so even though i didn't have a tight accounting system i had kept records I, my records my receipts you know all those things so i, I had to get a an a, a an um a consultant to come and look at the health of the business mm. if i am going to and i remember the first thing she said to me is that me you're just years why are you bothered about structure like there are, there are people that are 10 years and she was really impressed because she's like a lot of people don't think like this hmm. Because what you don't know is it's easier to manage. Mistakes are easier. They are easier to be, as in it's easier to make mistakes and, you know, learn and find your feet when there's just one of you, there's three of you, than when there's now 50 people with a a kind of thinking and a way of doing things that you're not trying to overhaul into right way. It's like way more expensive than Mm. you make ensuring that people are coming into the right environment from the very beginning. Now mm-hmm. I feel like I'm talking a lot, but no, 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 no. It's <laughs> I'm actually, sure you get the gist. I'm actually enjoying the conversation, um, particularly because you had yeah, like you. No, because you had earlier mentioned. Oh, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to do this. I'm not, and I'm just like in my head now. Yeah. I'm like, this is dummy who says I I couldn't do this, and you have gone uninterrupted for oh, and, and, and it's good no so you know i i remember telling someone that you you'll be amazed at the kind the stories that you have to tell um sometimes we belittle the experience mm-hmm. that we've had or maybe belittle is not the word we downplay it and i feel like one that's thing true now um and that thing has always held me back i always i have ideas on how to do things but the major problem I always have is mm. I can't get someone to help me do it the exact same way. I have never thought of the fact that what if they do it better? I'm always thinking they can't do it that way. But the question is, they will do it better. Have you considered that? And that for me is a lesson that I'm here. So that you start something, mm. there's also the possibility that they can do it better because they're also bringing their creativity to your creativity. Imagine both creativity can can bring something amazing. Okay, so we're we're, we're mm. going to be wrapping up very soon. But I want to. I just wanted to add something also yes, yes, yes. as far as getting people is also to know that the key isn't to get them to be the way you would do it. The key is to be clear on what you want, you want want to achieve. Because okay. I feel another thing is yeah. unrealistic to expect people to do things the way they are different from you. I don't exactly. know if you understand, yes, but at yes. the goals level. Is the end goal clear? Is it clear to you and is it clear Mm. to them? And also give room for growth. They won't get it right the first time. Be with them through that process. They won't get it right. They probably wouldn't get it right the second time. But by the fifth, sixth, seventh time, they will get it right. And at the long run, it's better for you. Hmm. That's actually true. They won't get it right, but but just give room. Give room for it. Okay, so um, the year 2020 has been a roller coaster for the lack of a better word i mean you had <laughs> going on. um yeah in every business now I, I i was telling someone that for our generation i permit me to join myself in your generation um we haven't <laughs> had something of this nature before and so i feel like our reaction yeah. to it is novel to many of us how did that whole mm. pandemic how did that whole period of the lockdown um, when everybody was not even sure as to okay, what's how did it really affect you and and how is bouncing back up? And the reason why I'm asking so that we just use that to conclude is 
I like to envisage that for some people listening, you are considering starting. Now, the challenge you may face may not be the same thing as the coronavirus, but you face a challenge that has similar impact yeah. and similar effect. And maybe your what you did that took us through that or took you through that moment can help them out. So I don't know if you if you understand what I want us to achieve with that. Yeah. So let, let's hear. I totally do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So for me, I remember the first time that the whole thing started and mm. the shutdown. My first reaction <laughs> was panic. <laughs> I can imagine. Like to be honest, like yeah. I, I panicked. In fact. And, you know, you start to listen to people, you start to listen to um, experts, you start to listen to business gurus, mm-hmm. and, you know, they tell you, dude, you need to lock up your expenses, you need to start cutting down. In fact, then, because we had an accountant, I remember my accountant calling me and was like, okay, who do you need to let go? Who isn't doing well? Who do we need to cut salary? We need to cut salaries. Mm-hmm. Now we don't know how long this thing is going to and, I mean, I I got sucked into panic. Like mm. I'm not even kidding. It was so yeah. bad that within the next two next week or so, I called my team together. That okay, guys, this is what is happening. We are going to we are going to need to make adjustments, you know. And I remember that night I went to bed and I had the most fitful sleep ever. Okay. Like I literally <laughs> had, had a voice <laughs> yeah. say to me that. Oh, <laughs> you are in charge, right? Mm. So, in mm. all your opinion seeking, and you know, all your at what point did you come to ask, like, how do I want you to proceed? Are you now in the driver's seat? Hey, what's wow. it for that night? And I remember I just and I just repented and I'm like, okay, God, I really am sorry. And one of the things that you know the Lord began to tell me is adversities do not adhere. Adversities come to tell you who you really are. Mm. They come to, it's like a test. Okay. It's like a test to show you, like adversities are gifts. They literally show you, it's like report it. What are you mm. made of? Outside all the fluff, like when all the chips, when the chips fall down, who are you really? Who are you really? Are you the kind of person that you know, wouldn't think about your staff, about their families, mm. about you know? They are also they didn't they didn't ask for the whole thing happening. You want you are thinking of laying people off. The, uh, uh, prior to now, has this person been a faithful worker? Has this mm. person? Uh, luckily for me, I don't have any staff that isn't there like that. It's just fulfilling space. Everyone is playing a vital role. Everyone is a good. I have amazing people working with me on my team so it's like has this person been faithful yes Mm -hmm. this person so are you now going to like discount that faithfulness in the blink of an eye just because you're afraid you Mm. don't even know you don't like really because that's really what it is it's tough fear yeah and and you know one thing god made me see is even all those people like i remember then I, i i i was on this um business school, Lagos Business School, they had this series of webinars. And one thing I took away from all the experts that came to talk, it was almost like they were just repainting the picture of the problem. No one really had any solution. Mm. WHO didn't have any real, real answers. No one actually really had like, answers. Any answer. mm-hmm. It was just like a repainting and repainting of old oh, economy is bad, things are going to be this, this are going to be, what and is just, the way just, forward? Empowering, you really didn't get anything substantial mm. like 
that. So, I mean, for me, I had to, it was a time for me to then say, Dami, what are your values? Mm-hmm. Cannot act based on panic. This is the time more than ever for you to prove the kind of leader that you are to your people. Yeah, mm-hmm. like what exactly kind of your values is this? Um, yes, it's, it's, a, it's a hard time and yeah. you shouldn't make any rash decision. But like never before, it's time for you to also prove the kind of person you are, what your values really are. Prove to your people the kind of leader that you are. This is like an, a, a huge opportunity, you know, and also a revealer. A revealer of your processes, a revealer of this this whole structure you've been building. Because I mean, we had to work from different locations. Yes, you know, we had to job like that. We had to quickly create like an ad hoc production, you know, production room at different locations. So we were all just talking via like email chats and stuff. And mm. I mean, I, I was so proud of my team at that time because, yeah, in the, in, in the first month, that was April. Was it yes. April or March? Oh, the general lockdown was March. It was March. Well, that, yes, they said in March. Yeah, that's all lockdown. Yes. So, I mean, that it was things sort of like slowed down for a bit, but amazingly, things picked, picked back up. Mm. And, you know, it's been an upward climb for from from then i was even you know my my one of my um, production i was telling them that isn't it amazing how it seemed like we were getting more orders during the lockdown oh, than wow. in fact there was one extent that blew my mind like someone actually ordered pillows and sent an ambulance <laughs> to, <laughs> to pick up the pillows. No it was such a weird moment and you know there were even times that so like i had to call back my team and apologize actually like to say i'm sorry mm. um it was a time that you needed reassurance and i just don't nick and stuff on you i really apologize you know mm. i had to apologize to them and tell them you have nothing to worry about everyone's job is fine your salaries are going to be paid in full now guys we need to sit down and think of how do we move forward okay. and it's just oh. amazing you know ideas started coming up People were in a better frame of mind to contribute because there was no fear in their heart of, okay, my job is secure. And, you know, yeah, I I, I could go on and on. But for me, adversities would always come. And Mm. I mean, they are like, now, the way we do our work is even a bit different from how we were doing it before the lockdown because we've also learned, we've grown through the entire process, you know. Mm. We've learned better ways to do it. Now, we don't even all... Like some of um, our staff don't come to work every day. You know, they come once in a week. We do shifts for um, for the production, like the sewers and all those people, the okay. machinists. Yeah. So like there's, there's a lot of flexibility that we did not even think was possible for people. So for me, that, that has, there's, it's been a, so always don't, adversities are not there to kill you. Yes, yeah, things might be a bit hard, but at the end of the day, it's there to build you up. It's there to make you so. And if he, he, the key thing is to have the right attitude, because once you have the right attitude, then things things open up. Once you have panic, pan, once you are in panic mode, things tend to you know <laughs> go downward. Just go downwards. Wow. Yeah. Let me let me let me officially say that I'm already booking you for another another episode. Um. I feel like I feel like there are still layers and layers of this conversation that we can have, but I am already booking you for another season. So please, I'm sure you will definitely, and I'm sure you would gladly oblige. I'm already booking you for another another season. I feel like there's still so many angles that we can touch on. I've enjoyed this conversation. I really hope you you've also enjoyed it. 
um and i'm very yes, happy, I have. <laughs> very happy that we got to do this and for someone who i mean um says i i don't think i can do this we've gone how many minutes on this and it still seems like i have so many things i still want to know and um i would definitely take it up on that second episode um is it a shame by the way by the way it is yes we haven't seen each other since um it's been a while yes it has yes 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 it's been a long while actually most of our transactions are just over the phone and it was annoying because my office was very close yeah. to the and i don't know how um, <laughs> i think the last time we moved to you had not even moved moved to allen moved to allen yes you were still i can't remember where you were i think the last day we saw was the day the mishap happened can you remember that day and yes. grandma was grandma was, was in the, the car. car yes yes that oh was- no we did see after that actually we did see after that. there was there was this day that we met um i think i walked then you had moved um to, we, we were supposed to meet at allen or something yes at yes. night and then at yeah, night, i think yes, that was i remember i remember, I remember. Yeah. Dummy. Thank, you so, mm-hmm. so, thank you so much um thank you so much thank you so much it's it's a privilege to share thank you thank you thank you so much i wish you all the very best um happy Happy to always Thank be you. Happy you to talk Nigeria any day, any time. Yes, so our our armies. Yes, so that's really. <laughs> Thank are. you so much, Bimbo. Thank you. Yes. I really appreciate it. It's been a good time. Thank Aww. you so much. Yeah. All right. Yeah.